What's up, everyone? Welcome to the studio. I'm your host, Neil Ditello, and this is the 401 Podcast. As always, to my left, my buddy Pat Daly. Pleasure as always, brother. And my right, Mr. Michael Quattrovani. Happy to be here. Fellas, how are we feeling? Oh, my God. How are we you feeling? You know what? I would like to formally say to everyone watching, welcome to season welcome, two. Welcome, welcome. Uh, I hope I, you like it. Dude, this... Here we I, are. <laughs> you know what? Introduce it. Take it away. So, we are back. Brand new studio. Uh, it, it looks... We got new mics, new mics, cable, headsets. We're talking. Stickers now. We're we're living. Yeah, living. This kid never has stickers. He finally has stickers. Finally got stickers. How are we, Mike? We're only like 50 feet away from my basement, which is where we usually record the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, no, I am. Oh my god! This has been a long. This has been a long hiatus. It's felt like a year, but I'm ready. I'm back, and boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Oh my god! Yeah. So let's get right in. So obviously, we're starting today talking about. National champion, Heisman winner, 2011's number one overall draft pick and league MVP, Cam Newton, officially a Patriot. One year. Yeah. Wow. Um, Just wow. That's all I can really say. $7.5 million. Um, <laughs> with my initial, incentives. My initial, with incentives. My initial camp thoughts are these. Extremely talented, motivated. Um, I think the way the Panthers released him lit a fire under him to say the Major least. Major Michael, I want to kick it off to you. What are your initial thoughts? You know, it's a low risk and it's an extremely high reward it situation. Really, I could not agree more. Because they got him for, for almost part, nothing, and he was for both parties involved. He, People yeah. forget all the time that he was an MVP about five years yeah. ago. That's so forgotten. Low risk, high reward. Completely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if this doesn't pan <laughs> out and he doesn't make the final roster, let's say, which is a possibility. Very unlikely. It's, it's Bill Belichick. I mean, it could be another like Demarius Thomas situation. Remember last year, everyone was super hyped. Yeah, like a little bit Thomas different than Demarius Thomas. Yeah, well, I don't know. Um, they only lose $1 million. Anyway, they only lose $1 million, which is really nothing. But I only see a few negatives out of this. I think it's a win-win for it's a complete basically win-win. everyone. I mean, Cam Newton gets a chance to revive his career, which he hasn't started since. He hasn't started a full season since 2017. And the Patriots get a potentially you know, MVP-caliber quarterback to put under helm and you know, get them back to the playoffs. Um, but look, obviously one of the worries – going into the season was how Sidham basically had the starting job. I mean, he had no one to compete with. Brian Hoyer's not a competition. He had he no was, one to kind was, of... He was he was prepared to be a backup. Yeah. No preparing Hoyer to be a he backup. Had, he had no, um, you know, he had no one to kind of check his role. So now, he does. He has a former MVP. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's going to give a chip, you know, put a chip on uh, Sidham's shoulders, whether he starts or not. Um, but this... Like I said, this move makes me worried for one reason. Because it shows the Patriots aren't 100% confident in Jarrett Sidham. And obviously, <coughs> it's it's an obvious statement because you dude, can't tell They had that. been planning this for months yeah. before, though. Dude. Well, yes. I but think it had little with the confidence in Jarrett Sidham, but more so they knew what they were doing. If that somehow didn't pan out, Sidham was their backup. No, I think that if, if they liked Sidham, then they would not have gone for Cam Newton. Of course, dude, but who's better? You, Cam Newton have, or Who do you have more confidence in? It's obviously, pretty easy. Obviously, ah, Cam, we haven't seen enough Whoa, of Whoa, hold on. I, well, you got the Wolf. first disagreement of season two, <laughs> I, I think. No, I, that's what I heard from you. I, look, honestly, I have more confidence if I have in money on it, Cam. Probably, probably Cam Newton, okay. I have more confidence in, but the injuries are definitely a question. The rust is a question. I completely Skill disagree. Wise, I have more confidence in Newton just because I've seen yeah. more out of him. Exactly, and I think that that's a great point that we've seen more on a new. We haven't injuries, seen injuries. Injuries, injuries, and are you not can't a tell me for one second that 2018 draft night when the Patriots picked Stidham in the fourth round, Bill Belichick was like, "This is our, yeah, this is Tom Brady's replacement." Right, like, you you no. can't you can't tell not. me that. But this is I I hope we're consensus on this is the best offense that Cam Newton has seen 
since in a 2015, while. his MVP in a while. season. I mean, in that year, he had uh, Greg Olson, Jonathan Stewart, and Ted Ginn. That's his wide receivers run. were Ted Ginn and Corey Brown. Yep. That's it. No one else. Right. <laughs> so, and he went to the Super Bowl with them. 15-1. and one. Which is kind of remarkable. 15-1 and one went to the Super Bowl. And that just tells you how good he was. Michael, I got to disagree with you, though, about the injuries. I can't say I'm crazy concerned about it. I'm going to ask you one easy question. In what situations do quarterbacks most easily get injured? What part of the play? When they get sacked. When they get sacked. Strictly from a statistical standpoint, Cam has been sacked sixth most in the NFL 291 times. On the other side, the Patriots, Patriots have allowed the second fewest sacks yes. in the NFL and he's at mobile. 271. Absolutely. So what does that tell me? It tells me that Cam's injuries, Cam's injuries had a lot to do with his offensive line, which was frankly not great most of his time in Carolina. But, but there's no guarantee he's going to fully recover from those injuries. And I think and that's the part that's worrying me the most. And secondly, so, it tells me that the injury problem should be solved with the solid top 10 offensive line in New England. He has passed every single physical. He And, I, yeah, and look, it's kind, of, it's kind of a stupid it, thing to say. Yeah. Look at the guy grind on Instagram. He posts Instagram stuff all the time, like him working oh, yeah. super hard. The dude is in shape. I am not concerned about his injuries at all. We have a strong, I, tough I, I offensive am. line and to keep him protected. Just to kind of recap, so his injuries so far, March 2017, he had off-season surgery to pair um, his partially torn rotator cuff. January 2019, he had an off-season shoulder Which is surgery. a shoulder injury on his throwing arm. More, more shoulder surgeries. Um, August 2019, I think actually against the Patriots, he sprained his foot in uh, And that's the injury game. that you got to be worried about. It's in his planting foot. He got Liz Frank surgery, which um, yep. it, it's he, comparable to it. yeah, it's comparable to an ACL tear. And for a wide receiver, it's deadly. I mean, you're, that's a comp- uh, career-altering uh, injury. But for quarterbacks, it's not that bad. And I actually, I was doing some research on it of past quarterbacks who had Liz Frank surgery, or, or injury, sorry, and Matt Schaub back in 2011, I don't know if you remember that name, but for the Texans, Matt Schaub had it, and the next year made the Pro Bowl. So, it's not like the <coughs> biggest not, deal yeah, in the world. Big ben we forget that it. Matt Schaub was a Pro Bowler. Yeah, That's so Big funny. Ben had it, and you know, he's back. I think that Cam Newton can recover from this. I yes. just don't think he can recover from all of the injuries he's had. Completely. That's a big I question. Injuries, I think, I think injuries having, don't concern me. I think they having don't. pretty much the year off really helps him, especially especially if we're seeing, like Pat said, like he's working out. He's We've seen the throwing videos with Odell that have gone viral. Like we've seen him being active. We've seen him you know, getting himself back in shape. He's in awesome shape. Um, I think that's a really good sign for this team. I do want to get back to the weapons, though, for a second. I okay. want to get back to what Cam Newton really had in Carolina. In 2015, he had Jonathan Stewart, who didn't have 1,000 rushing yards. Corey Brown, who didn't even have 500, and Ted Ginn, who barely had 740. And he had Greg Olson with 1,100. Who is his favorite weapon? Greg Olson, obviously. And that, yeah. that is one of the biggest negatives I think comes from this, is that Cam Newton doesn't have a Greg Olson in New England. A, d- a type tight, tight end. end. Dude, but I don't, I don't know. That, let's, well, see, no. let's see I how those draft picks develop. Yeah, no, I completely agree. In years to come, tight ends, their rookie year, don't perform as well as other players coming into and the And you know what? NFL. This is obviously, as Cam Newton... We've seen this is going to be – and, you know, I think Josh McDaniels is going to have a lot of fun with this. This is going to be a predominantly run offense with the power of Cam Newton's running Cam ability. Who can pass, of course. He has the threat. But, but right now, after this pick – not pick – after this pickup, what's better right now, our run game or our pass game? It's a run game. A run game. I, I think so. I mean, and, and Cam Newton goes from an offense with Jonathan Stewart to 
arguably the best committee in the NFL. Sony Michelle, James White, Rex wow. Burkhead, get cut, and Damian Harris. The Harris. best committee in the NFL. That's a lot arguably, of. I said arguably. No, 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 no. That's. I, I'm not going to even disagree with you on that. I think they're they're the top five or top ten committees yeah, for running you backs. Could, you could that's you, you're just speaking me. out of very different sides of your mouth there, Michael. <laughs> I've heard a lot of negative things about Sony Michelle out of your I, mouth. Look, I don't think Sony Michelle. I think he might regress from last year too. I don't think he's going to have a great year. I just think he's just another. I body know you're a fan of James back. White, and I am too. I love James White. James White is arguably. I, I think he's the best receiving back in the NFL. Honestly, say what you want about. I think Kamara might take that. And Kamara, I, I know. But James White but James on the backfield is he's, so he's top so five. Good. He's lethal. And he he can bail out quarterbacks, which I think that like McCaffrey can. He's that little. He's that little checkdown. He's the checkdown route, and I think that him and Cam Newton are gonna build a really good relationship in that backfield. Something that he didn't have in Carolina, which I think makes the offense a little bit easier. So my question, guys, is this: kind of how, what's the likelihood of him getting injured in the future? What's your concern about that? Thoughts. Well, I don't want to speak to the likelihood of it because, right? Yeah. Knock on wood. But, <laughs> dude, you, I, I'm com, I'm confident that this guy will not be injured very frequently, just strictly because of the offensive line. Sacks are a problem. He got sacked a ton. That shouldn't be a problem anymore. We have the one of, I, I believe, I think it's tenth best in the NFL. Our offensive line. I'm very happy with our offensive when line. You, yeah, I think we can keep it. The Patriots don't allow a lot of sacks. But when you actually watch the games, a lot of it was just Brady running out of the pocket and then throwing it away, avoiding the sack. Well, Brady's a little bit different. Oh, you're saying in regards to the good stats of the offensive line? Yeah, I think also, that Brady running out of the pocket. Release times also. Yeah, running but, out of the pocket and just throwing it away helps your offensive but, line numbers when it comes to sacks. But we've also made some improvements on the offensive line. We franchise tags some guys. We had guys come back from injury. We've yeah, you brought the offensive line back. didn't get you know you worse. Had, it got better. Um, some of your rookies. Excuse me, who didn't have uh, time last year to play because they were right. injured. They're coming back this year. You're getting guys back, obviously. I think the offensive line will be better. I think it, it will be better than last year. Um, but especially with the more mobile quarterback, it just gives him he can scramble much more than Tom Brady ever could. It just it, it takes the pressure off the offensive line a little bit more. I don't even think they'll need that pressure to be taken off. I think they have a strong enough offensive line to give Cam that. Just enough time to be able to scramble and get a pass off. You see what Absolutely. I'm saying? And His I, I average time to throw is 2.8 seconds, which is kind of like years in the backfield. 2.8 yeah. no, seconds well, average throw. He also runs a lot of play action, which True. is another thing I want to bring up. I actually have a few things 88% of the time, he's in shotgun. So in Carolina, he was kind of – he was pampered. I mean, they Carolina built an offense around Completely. him. Completely. You know, and I don't – I'm going to ask you first. Do you think that Cam Newton is a quarterback that can – let's just say for the Patriots because he is on the Patriots – do you think he's a quarterback that can come into the Patriots system and just and, and just work? Or do you think that he needs to have pieces built around him? Because there are quarterbacks in the NFL, you can throw them into any system, Mike, and it'll work. I want you to think back to, um, who was it, Ryan Mallett back in 08? No, Matt Castle. Matt Castle, excuse me. That Matt Castle back in 08. I want you to think back to Jimmy Garoppolo when Brady was suspended because of deflate I want you to think back to Jacoby Brissett. Offenses were built around the specific skills of that quarterback. Yeah, but it was also think East Coast offense, though. It was a pass. It was a pocket passer offense that they have. This is not a pocket passer Dude, offense. Dude, think anymore. back to think back to when Josh McDaniels coached um, Tim Tebow back in Denver. He loved that. Dude. Yeah, and he sucked in Denver. Fair. I'm just saying that he he's he's coached uh, a very mobile quarterback before, and he wasn't good. So maybe this is his I, opportunity look, I, I to shine and to be able. This. I think Belichick has been absolutely yearning to have a different offense, and I think he's finally getting his wish here. It's gonna be it's gonna be a new. Deve- I, I I think it's kind of a breath of fresh air to be honest. I, I think it's gonna be fun, and I've said in past podcasts, you know, the Patriots. Uh, conform around a certain style of offense. 
I kind of go back on what I said. I, I got to say, I think now looking at this guy and knowing that he can run and he can actually, like, he can. That's another question I want to ask you. Accuracy, I'm no, assuming. No, not even that. Um, are we giving Cam Newton too much credit for legs? And because he is 31 years old, he's getting up there, and he's dealt with injuries. With a foot injury, to be, you know, yeah. more exact. I don't so, think we're giving him too much credit. I don't think we're giving him too much credit. Uh, I, think, I think just going anywhere from Tom – I think New England just hyped in general because going from Brady legs-wise and running-wise, mobility-wise – An MVP quarterback to another great. MVP quarterback. Especially, exactly. <laughs> Only one ever been done was single offseason. Right. But I just feel as though I – don't, I don't think we're giving him too much credit, but I think we're definitely recognizing, you know – a, a piece of talent for what he is. Completely. Yeah, but my question is, is that piece of talent, are we giving it too much credit? Because I, I don't I think don't so. Know. I don't think so either. No, no, you didn't I say mean, his talent, you said his legs. Between 1978 and 2019, did you see the stat? The, all, the entire organi- organization of the Patriots, their quarterbacks have ran for 2,833 yards. Cam has ran for four, excuse me, 4,833 yards. Cam has ran for 4,806. Yes, but that is, that is, that is, before 2017. Now he has all these injuries. That's the thing that I'm trying to stress. It also, are we are we giving him too much credit? I, I think we're giving him just I, as much credit as he deserves. He was an MVP player. Yes, was in 2015. I'm not saying that's he can't get back That's not that far that away. Yes, but injury-wise, it is. He's recovered from the injuries. He's How passed, do you know that? He's passed went, every single physical. But he, but yes, he went just six and eight in two physical. seasons after that. Like, he wasn't... Yeah, six and eight? That's not good. He went from 15-1 and to 6-8. As as one says, it's nothing to write home about. Yeah, he went 6-8. and That's not good. And that's post-injury. Okay. And last year— He did go 11-5 and and 17. I'll give him that. Yes. 2016 and 18, obviously injuries in 2019, he went 0-2 and a 55% completion rate after having Liz Frank. The team took a little bit of a decline. They they lost some defensive pieces and stuff like that. They got DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel and Greg Olson. Fair. And Christian McCaffrey. The best running back in the NFL. So, so are you saying that you're not confident in him in New England? No, I'm. Ju- I'm asking, are we giving him too much credit I when it comes to I his think legs? I think we're giving. I think just he can be a credit. good quarterback. He's had a year and a half worth of rest, two years worth. Yeah, of rest. that's that's another thing. Just just to to attest the not so the nonchalantness I have with his injuries. I think he's going to be fine. He's had a year and a half to recover from them. I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm. I'm hopeful, and I want to say that the injuries are enough, but I, I think it's just too naive. I think I think, I mean the the stats speak for himself. Like Neil said, it's the, he's been six and eight since 2017. Yeah, but just looking at these stats, dude, with, with, with the the historic Patriots quarterbacks and Cam Newton, it tells you a lot about just the history of the Patriots and what we've seen so far. Yeah, but what we've seen so far is not going to be at all what cor- we're seeing in the future. Absolutely. Like th- yeah, that's, no that's, done, that's, Neil. That's what I. That's <laughs> what I love most about this, and also kind of makes me nervous at the same time is. Just the fact that we are – this is going to be an inc- what we consider the Patriot way or the Patriot system. Like, people are asking, oh, is he going to fit in this system? We don't even – we're not system even sure will what be the system around him. is. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be an entirely new system than what especially us were used to seeing because we've only been around – we've only lived during the Brady era. You know? Right. I, I think that, th- that that stat tells you a couple things about the historic Patriot quarterbacks. It tells you that ha- Patriot quarterbacks are historically immobile. Completely. They were majorly pocket passers, A. Um, and I think that's half the reason why – I think that's half because the Patriots traded for them and drafted them because that was the, the Patriot way, pocket passers. And I think it's just half the league changing. 
You know what I mean? Running, running is becoming a more prominent characteristic of a quarterback in the NFL. Do you know what I mean? And I think it, it's it's crazy to say that we're not giving his credit, his legs enough credit. He has better yards per carry than Sony Michelle, Rex Burkhead, and James White. He's also a quarterback, so that just happens. Doesn't that prove he, that even more? They're running backs. That's their job to run. Yes. But what are you, you talking can, about? But, but it's a quarterback. Like historically, quarterbacks have better yards per carry because they only rush the ball like two or three times a game. Good point. Running backs can carry it 15, 20 times a game. And you know when it's a running back. Yeah, but, but it's a little it. bit different, don't you think? Like, Tom Brady could run for 15 yards yeah, and then run for 10. About, you're talking about an immobile quarterback running the ball. That's back. what I'm saying. So, so, so why don't you compare it to Lamar Jackson? So, no, Sean I'm going to compare it to Cam Newton, who is a very mobile quarterback. Um, he's not running it once or twice and getting 10 yards per carry. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, I don't think he's running it much more than that. H- how many? In 2015, he had 132 rushes over 16 games. Let me, let me math that for a second. Let me math that for a let second. Let me math that. But honestly, it's going to be a fresh start for the Patriots, a new way of looking at things, a new play style. I thought this wouldn't work initially, but I like it. I'm happy with it. We forget he was an MVP five eight seasons ago. carries a game. Eight carries a game. Eight carries a game. Okay. That's not a lot. Okay. So I think that yards per carry are going to be a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Kind of shifting. So we talked about this, you know, this new system. Um, my question for you guys is this. Who, who do you feel like is under the bigger spotlight? Is it Cam to you know prove that he can actually be a franchise quarterback again, or is it Bill proving to everyone that he is indeed the greatest coach of all time with or without Tom Brady? Well, I think we're comparing the greatest coach ever yeah, to a uh, no. maybe comeback player. Exactly. I mean, I, I think it's, it's just I'm like— saying, I'm saying who has, who has more pressure on him? Uh, yeah, I just answered it. Belichick. If you're going to compete— Easily. Like— is, I mean, Cam got signed two days ago. Bill is the greatest coach of all time. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, him. there are many quarter, quarter, there are many players who have redemption. You know, like can they come back and be a good player? Like kind of like er, they, let's they be real. It, they call it earn it years. Right. They, like let's be real. Are they still here? That's Do you guys what, think Cam saying. Newton is is he still here? So wouldn't that mean that he has more to prove than Belichick does? Belichick has, has to prove he's the greatest coach ever. Right. Has more Cam Newton has to prove that he has a Bill little bit of a tank. And he might not even make the Hall of Fame. Right. That's what Bill I was Belichick, just going to ask. That. I was Bill like, is Belichick, Cam Newton a Hall of Famer? Bill I Belichick think probably not. Belichick made the not. Hall of Fame 10 years ago, and he's trying to etch his name as the greatest coach ever. Yeah. Cam Newton, I think that's a little bit more I, to but prove. I, but I think <laughs> he's already done that in a sense. He is. But you just said, is he trying to say he's the greatest coach ever? So apparently he hasn't. Your question was, who has more to prove? I guess the question that I'm asking here, guys, is is the addition of Cam Newton on this team going to enable them to make a playoff run? And maybe even yeah, a run? Yeah, I think at this point, Cam has taken this team to a place where we could be fighting for the division. Three days ago, I would have said Bills, no question. Pats maybe fight for a wild card. Three days ago, this team is going to fight for the division. Cam has 17 career game-winning drives to Tom Brady's 45. And comparatively, that's actually not that bad, seeing as Cam has been in the league for n- now nine years. Add injuries, add time he's been out. Tom has been in the league for 20. So comparatively, I think that's a pretty solid, um, a solid, a solid comparison. Um, I don't know if this team is like I'd say a Super Bowl contender, but I, th- I think not, maybe not deep. I, I think this team is fighting for the division and they go to the playoffs. I think we're also kind of frank too. They lost a ton of people in free agency. Jamie Collins, Danny Shelton, Kyle Van Oy. I think that Alain defense Robert, is still strong enough. Nate Ebner and obviously Tom. We also traded Deron Harmon to the Lions. So do you think even with the losses, but I suppose the loss of Cam, you, you're confident? You mean the gain of Cam? 
Two Gain, I said yeah. additional cam. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, no, I'm so confident in our defense. I think our defense is top five in the NFL, if not a little bit better than top five in the NFL, maybe top three Dang, in the NFL. Wow. Interesting. Mike, thoughts? Um, you know, every year I think there's about four to like eight, maybe nine teams that are like Super Bowl contenders. Like mm-hmm. These are teams that are, are going to contend to win the Super Bowl. I think Cam Newton puts them in that conversation if he's fully healthy. Hold on. Super Bowl? Wow. Dude, I mean. Super Bowl. Th- this was a team. Bef- you were, like, tw- ten minutes ago in this podcast, you were like, are we giving Cam too much credit? Comparatively. Well, yeah, I, cool. comparatively well, I was also saying it hold for on. his injuries. Comparatively to 5-11 and 11 in season one oh, before we had Cam Newton. I know. Before we had Cam Newton. Yeah. I know, had Cam behind Newton. that camera saying, and like, now, Michael, you said they were 5-11. and 11. I also said. How I don't want of you course, to hold me against that. Of course, before Cam Newton, changes. and I agree that Cam Newton makes this team months. a completely better team. I completely agree. But so you're kind of speaking out of both sides of your mouth because you're saying without this team, they're five and eleven. Without Cam Newton, they're five and eleven. But you question Cam, and now you're saying that they're going to make a Super Bowl run if he's if he's fully healthy. I think that they potentially can. Like I'm not saying he has to be MVP. I'm if like like if he's a top twelve quarterback in the NFL. I don't think it's out of the qual- – I'm not saying they're going to win the AFC. I'm not even saying they're going to go and beat Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he can. But I think that he can win the division and beat Josh Allen in the Bills. I think that they can be the four or five seed in the AFC. I think that he can, if the Patriots catch heat, go deep in the playoffs. And anything possible, the Titans beat the Ravens last year. Exactly. I don't think that any of this is out of the question. Teams can catch heat. A few years ago, it was the Eagles and Nick Foles, and they blew us out of the water. Last year, it was the Titans. You know, teams pop up out of nowhere. The Patriots might be that team. And I think you got to think about it. When I when I did my schedule prediction, I said 5-11, and 11, I went game by game. I went game by game, and I looked at which teams like, the Patriots are going to beat and lose. And, I, and the only thing I had fixated in my head, and I know I'm not the only fan because we collectively did, and many other Patriots fans did too, is the whole the Patriots have the toughest schedule in the NFL this year. Yeah. That's also based on last year record. Okay, Teams can get better and worse from year to year. Patriots, so I'm not sure, I don't know what the exact statistic is, but Patriot, Bill Belichick is like 23 and like 2 against quarterbacks under the age of like 24, 25. Mm-hmm. Right? Guess how many quarterbacks the Patriots face that are under the age of 24 or 25? Just guess. Out of 16, guess. Seven. Uh, 12. 14. Wow. 14 wow. out of 16 quarterbacks wow. they face under the are under the age of 25. Okay? I think I put uh, Deshaun Watson in that mix. I think he's young enough. I'm not sure what he is, but I added <laughs> him up earlier, and I'm like, I think he's under 25. I'm not sure. It's still Bill Belichick. It's a former MVP, and if he's healthy, and you have the best slot receiver in the NFL. Deshaun Watson's 24. 24. 24. So 14 out of 16. Yep. You have the best slot receiver in the NFL. You have one of the best running back committees. You have a former MVP. You have arguably the greatest coach of all time. You have a top three defense in the NFL. You have arguably the greatest secondary in the NFL. What's not to you like? You have a great pass rush. I still think they have a good pass rush. I, I, I still think with all the players that they've drafted, get, you know, 
give Josh Ritchie some time. Give Anthony Jennings some time. This give is just, Kyle Duggar. This is a very different Michael Quattromani from, it from is, season, it is. end of season one. It is. And the only thing that has really changed is Cam Newton. Yes, and it's also been my my ability to, to move on from Tom Brady because I had a lot of difficulty doing that. Everybody and does. I also looked at the stats. I looked at Tom Brady having the seventh-worst QBR in the NFL and the third-worst completion percentage. Mm-hmm. I saw him fall off. I saw him be, create locker room problems, such as screaming at Josh McDaniels and having bitter arguments Blaming with, receivers. with Bill Belichick Bill behind Belichick. the scenes. And, and, and um, what was the other one? Screaming at wide receivers. and Oh, screaming at Josh McDaniels. You've seen the videos? Oh. Screaming at wide receivers. Get open. I've seen those. Those created problems. I don't think that Cam Newton is going to create problems like that. I think that he's going to leave his ego at the And you know what? I think this is a new Cam Newton. And it it, kind of makes me so upset. He's so known as this, like, problem guy who's, like, makes problems. He really doesn't. He's just – he's – the best word I would describe him is flashy, I, I think is the word. Like, he, like – Look, he cares about himself. He's kind of a scumbag. I'm not going to get past no, that. No, I don't, I don't think he's a scumbag. He's, he's not the greatest guy in the world. I just I disagree. But so I are, really you, are you at all concerned about Cam's, you know, stigma, stigma coming in that, oh, he's going to create locker room problems? I'm going to word it as this and don't swish anything I'm saying. Not any more than Tom Brady. Yeah, I like not that Not any more in the way that like Tom that Brady affected locker room. And he was a leader, and he commanded, you know, the offense, and he commanded the defense. I get that. But he created problems. Yes. He did not raise those wide receivers' self-esteem when he's screaming at them, get open, right. to Jacoby Myers, and to Nikhila Harry. Right. He didn't help them out in that regard. Right. I don't think Cam Newton is bringing that negative attitude to this team. I, I think, and, and, and even if you want to say that, like, oh, Cam is flashy, Bill does this all the time with players. Randy Moss, Antonio Brown, Aaron Hernandez. And I'm not saying Cam has done anything, like, life-altering, like he like, has major problems or anything like that. I just don't think he's a bad guy, and I think – he has a way about him that can sometimes come off as maybe a little bit selfish. But I, I, I think if anything, I think the organization will I, – I don't want to say straighten him out, but I think he will be a Patriot by week one. That's what I think, okay. through training camp and such. Dude, I like – I don't you like your schedule. Start week one? Week one, he will start. Okay. And, I, and I actually want to hop into that. I, at poor, the, at this poor, point, poor Stidham. I, I like low-key yeah, feel really bad honestly. for Stidham. Like, dude, but you know what? They'll fight for that spot. I think they'll fight for the side. I think Cam and ultimately Bill's, will get it. Bill's so smart for that because you, Jared Stidham, it'll make Stidham better. Mentali- different mentality, getting a spot that he fought uncontested MVP to get, exactly. As opposed to like, oh, this is just like handed to me. And but you know what? I, I I think obviously there's more uncertainty when it comes to Stidham than Cam. I think there's slightly a little bit of uncertainty with both quarterbacks just because maybe the injuries and stuff like that. So we have Stidham as a backup. Does it remind you of I don't know? a Mariota Tannehill type deal, a team that ended up going to the AFC Championship kind of deal. Yeah, that's what I was saying before. With with a quarterback and the backup quarterback being very solid, and if it doesn't work out, popping him in and see how he does. Ring a bell? No, that's that's obviously opportunity. The only only difference there is Ryan Tannehill had years of experience, and he had years where he was regarded as a upper half. And Cam Newton has years of experience. It's just flipped. Yeah, but Jarrett Stidham has All I'm saying is that is, is that they have second. is that they have that very very He's solid had four backup. snaps. One of them was a sack. One of them was a pick six. You don't think we've but talked about this in past podcasts in season one, and you, we have both agreed that Jarrett Stidham has potential, Michael. Yes, absolutely. But actually, I was thinking about this a few days ago, and I was I was getting really excited because I'm like, I think Pat's gonna say this, and then I'm gonna say this, and we're gonna disagree. Pat, do you think that the year under Tom Brady helped him considerably? Help uh, considerably or helped him? It certainly didn't hurt him. How could it hurt him? He's the greatest quarterback of all time. 
I wouldn't say considerably. Uh, would you would you want to would you want to take away some of the things that Brady did last year? Fair. <laughs> I mean, Fair. I was thinking about it. Yeah, and I mean, people are like, look what happened with learning Chico under Tom Brady doesn't make you worse. It, 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 it's being it's being fed to you. You're watching it happen. It won't make you worse. But and I agree, somewhat a little more flexible. But do you think that Brady wanted to teach Stidham no. when, when Brady no. felt that he was uh, no, you know, but it on didn't his way out the door before the season even began? No, no, I don't think it. Ma- I don't think it made him worse though. I don't. No, think I don't think it made him worse. I just hope that Stidham didn't take away anything that Brady did. Yes. Because Brady looked tremendous last year, right. and I'm finally able to like come to that understanding as a Patriot fan, where I think we've been trying to like, you know, hide in the back of our heads right. for the last few months we like because we're trying not to come to that, that good. you know, understanding, but. Dude, I don't think that Stidham got that much better because of Brady. Maybe he got better just from that year of NFL experience, but I don't think Brady had a lot to do with that. He had a bad attitude. He didn't play very well. He only had one year. Guys like Garoppolo and Brissett had two, I think three years, I want to say. I'm not sure. I think it was either two or three years of, of MVP caliber Tom Brady. But they're also, and I think to your point also, like they're also finding them. So Stidham is finding himself in this league. He, We, we don't know what he's going to match yet. I think the uncertainty that comes with Cam and with Sidham, they're different uncertainties. I think yes. with Cam, we're kind of thinking about Injury. you know, injuries. Is he going to perform to the level? Is he going to even get like 65, 70, 75% of the way that he was in 2015? Are his legs still there, as we talked about earlier, Michael? Stidham is like... He hasn't played. We haven't seen him We yet. haven't seen enough what, of him. And I feel like Stidham's uncertainty is kind of worse. I think... I'm not going to pretend to know what's in Bill Belichick's Yeah, that's the thing. We know what Cam Newton can do. Right. We know what his ceiling is. Well, we, we know, know what Cam what he was. We know what we know what Cam Newton did. Yeah, and well, uh, Cam yes, can do. Can do. Yeah, we I see what he can do. We don't know what Jared Sidham can do. That's why I, I agree. His uncertainty is a little bit. There are different I guess forms worse. of uncertainty. I mean, I think that I'd much rather know what a player can do than nothing at all. You know what I mean? Agreed. Um, so I think that it's a lot less nerve wracking. Yeah, uh, but here here's the thing that I want to ask let's say Jarrett Sidham is your week one starter how do you feel nervous especially with Cam Newton on your roster no no, no. let's I think say that's Newton doesn't make the roster because okay. I think there's a ch- I think there's a place where Newton doesn't make the team I disagree uh, well I, mean, well, I, I signed him for 7.5 million dollars which is nope you si- honestly no, no, no. I, I signed him for 1 million dollars and he can earn incentive. up to seven and a half million dollars right that's the thing you can cut him 1 million dollars and you're done right that's why he's cuttable right Incentive. Of course, he's cuttable, but I just I, I don't see it. The dude has been like obviously working his ass off. He was uh, an MVP five years ago, and I know that kind of sounds far. The dude is 31. A lot of quarterbacks at 31 are in like the prime of their career at 31 years old. He's not on the decline. I just I, I, I am not ready to say I got to see him in a Patriots uniform. I got to see how he plays. I'm not ready to say that Cam Newton is on the decline. I'm not. I got. I, I just want to see what the players got to say. That's what I want to know. I want. I want to hear what like Devin McCourty has to say. It, They've already Cam kind Newton of spoken like out, and they're Devin hyped. McCourty and Jason yeah. McCourty have a podcast. Yeah, and <laughs> I've spoken out. They're like, we're a fan saying, of like, it. Uh, if there's a training camp, let's hope. If there's a training camp or preseason, wh- whatever you know, type of place where we can see Cam Newton play, I just want to hear Julian Edelman says this guy is awesome. Right. Or I want to hear, you know, Josh McDaniel say, I'm so Dude, glad. Dude, Patriots great. Willie McGinnis. Pre- uh, pleasantly surprised by he was he was shocked, but he was really happy about it by the signing by Cam Newton. Everybody is pretty pro Cam. I gotta say, yeah, the guy he doesn't have a lot to lose. He has nothing. Both sides have literally nothing to lose and everything to gain. It's a it's a complete yeah. as we said earlier, complete win win situation. It absolutely is, and I think that 
I mean, look, look at the schedule. We haven't really talked about how Cam Newton faces up against some of these teams, but I think he's got some of these teams' numbers. I don't. I don't think that there's really any teams out there that are really like out like of stretches. The reach. Like I think that the 49ers and the Chiefs are two teams where you can. It may be Seahawks too. Are three teams where you can like half pencil in a loss. Every other team, I think that they can beat. Every other one. Nah, I forgot. Ravens. About, yeah, the Ravens too. My you really think Cam just Newton hovered is, over? You think it. Cam Newton is this much of a change? But then you say he might get cut. If I, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. You're just majorly surprised, surprised by anything. Just for the record, everything I'm saying negatively about Cam Newton, whether it's being cut or whether it's not being good enough, is contingent upon his injury. It's all about it. Okay. Because we know what Cam Newton can do, and like you said, quarterbacks at 31 don't just fall off the face of the earth. So everything that I'm saying positively and negatively about Cam Newton is contingent about his upon his injury. If he is okay. not injured, and the, what's it called, the Liz Frank injury is not apparent, and the shoulder injury, he's throwing bombs, this is a Super Bowl contending team, possibly 10th in the NFL. Wow. If if he's injured, and and so you're saying he's it's hobbling completely, around, you're and saying he can barely throw 30 yards, so you're then saying this team will be 23rd. So you're saying this, it, it is completely dependent on his injuries? I think so. You're saying you're not concerned about you're, well, so look, you're less so concerned about the time he's had off. Obviously, I'm worried about if he can mesh into this offense. If he can, the offense will mesh to him. Way. Obviously, I think those are question go, marks. I think it's obviously going to go both ways. I think they're obviously going to, you know, taper some things and change some things, you know, to suit him and his style of play, and also vice versa. Yeah, and you have to remember, and they're trying to discover, you know, a new style of play altogether as far as their offense goes and their offensive front And it's goes. something that the Patriots haven't seen in a long time, exactly. a mobile quarterback out of the pocket. He can move around the pocket easily. 92% of his passes are out of the pocket. Which is the funny the thing, pocket. because Tom, Tom Brady, wow. Because <laughs> Bill Belichick is so good at stopping those quarterbacks. It's really interesting. Uh, I, remember, I remember watching, just doing, like, my notes and just studying up for this. Like, Bill Belichick has said before that he is a serious problem. Cam, Cam Newton. He's then, like, this is one of the biggest problems in the NFL back in, like, I think it might be either, like, 15, 16, or 17. Mm-hmm. He's been a serious problem. And any problems that Bill faces, he signs them. Welker. True. Same thing happened. Yeah. True. And, look, 92% of his passes, that's out of the pocket. We have a top 10 offense. If something happens, if someone misses a block, an injury on the offensive line isn't far-fetched. This guy can move and get the ball off. That is that. What was Tom Brady's biggest problem last season? When he got rushed because the offensive line was a little bit. He ran out of the it's pocket. It's like the worst kept no, no, no. secret. You he just ran out of the, the pocket, and what did he do? Throw it away. He threw it that's away why every I said single to you, time. That's why I said to you the offensive line stats look so good. Because when he doesn't get sacked, I mean, look at the hurries. I bet the Patriots were probably in the top 10 for hurries last year of Brady being hurried out of the pocket. They had to be. It seemed that every third or fourth play, Brady was scrambling out of the pocket. Yeah. He just knew scrambling how to out not, of the like, pocket. Hobbling. Not, <laughs> yeah. Not getting sacked doesn't mean completing a pass or, like, successfully making it. You could literally just be throwing away or just avoiding this. this exactly. Stat, and that's why I said the general. stats look so good. Right. I, I think this guy can get the ball off. I think this offensive line has majorly improved, so I doubt he will even have a problem scrambling. But, look, the defensive line is going to get there eventually. I mean, they, they, they can't hold him off forever. So I think this guy is going to be super efficient getting out of the pocket and getting the ball to these receivers or taking it himself. It's going to be super interesting, and I'm excited. I, I like Cam Newton. and Well, no, I like, I like the player Cam Newton. I still got to warm up to the person Cam Newton. But, I, um, you know, I, I'm excited. 
You know, I'm confident in Cam Newton. I think that this is going to be a good season. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's well, going to bring excitement to how it. how confident? So we're kind of – we're introducing a new segment. So we have whiteboard here. We will get uh, two more um, when we have the time. Yes, but of course. <laughs> um, stencil in, 1 to 10. 1 to 10. Confidence, confidence in 10. Cam Newton. What are we thinking, Mike? Um, this is a loaded question because I have this is I, injury. You know what I mean? Like the injury is apparent to me. So this is this is upon no injury. If the injury's not there, I've got a nine. I wow, interesting. A nine. If there's no injury, if the injury is not there, then I've got a nine. I think wow. that, you know, it's Pat, it's Cam Newton. You know what I what mean? What are you thinking? Wow, a nine, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. I am not gonna say nine. And I say this only because of the injuries. And so what it sounds like is you're a little bit more confident in Cam Newton than I am. I've seen what he can do. <laughs> I have two. I'm going to go with the seven. I have a seven fest. for wow. Cam Newton. Um, and look, I know it's kind of boring, and I know nobody, nobody wants to hear it. Cam Newton was a great pickup. They have nothing to lose but everything to gain. I completely agree with either. Who said that? You, Michael? I agree with what Michael said. I think this, we know what this guy can do. Little worried about the no, actually I'm not really worried about the injuries. I, I just think that he's been out of the league for a while. That's my main concern. I'm not even gonna say I'm worried or not worried about the injuries. I'm just we'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah, and, and I think you need a certain buffer number to kind of predict that. My final answer is seven. Interesting. I am I am going to I'm gonna split the difference. I'm saying eight. 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 Um, I completely agree. N- nothing to lose, everything to gain. I think that's kind of the the punchline of this podcast almost <laughs> for both Bill and Cam. I- I'm really excited to see what this guy can do. And everyone, like we said before, I think Pat said it, Michael said it. Everyone's pro Cam at this point. Like nobody's not, saying not everyone. People want to go for the future and Jarrett Sidham and see what he's got. But I think, you know, seeing Cam Newton sign with the Patriots is kind of like a it's it made me it, smile. It takes you back a little bit. It made me smile. It, yeah, and it's something that you gotta you can't not smile. You know right. what I mean? Boys, I think we just wrapped up. First podcast. My name is Michael Quattromani. I'm Pat Daly. And I'm your host, Neil Ditello, the 4-1 Podcast. Signing off. Woo! Let's go! <laughs> very nice, very nice. Go! All right. Very nice. Oh, man. Wow. Woo. So we are...